In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He is and ever shall be. On the first Sunday after Pentecost, in the Orthodox Church, we celebrate the feast of all the saints from all ages. This feast is the feast of sanctification. <clears throat> this is the feast that is the harvest of the Holy Spirit. Because last week we celebrated Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit. And this week we celebrate the Feast of All Saints, which is the result of those who receive the Holy Spirit and fulfill the commands of Christ. This feast started out as a feast commemorating the martyrs. But in the ninth century, there was an emperor named Leo who had a very pious wife named Theophano, and he wanted to build a church and name it after her, but she was still alive, so the church wouldn't, the bishops wouldn't let him do that. She wouldn't let him do that. And so he named it after all the saints, knowing that she would someday be counted and recognized as one of the saints of the church. And she is. She's commemorated on December 16th. So he built this church, and then he dedicated to all the saints, and, and they placed the feast on this day. So they took the feast of the martyrs and grew it, so to speak, into the feast of all the saints. Now, the word saint, the word saint means holy simply means holy. It doesn't mean superman. It doesn't mean super duper special. It means holy. And that word in Greek, I want to break it down for you so you can understand it. That word in Greek is agios. So A, like we'd say G-I-O-S. A, that A is the negative prefix, meaning not. And geos, that's where we get our prefix for geography, geology, etc., which means earth. So agios, the word holy in Greek, means not of the earth. A saint is simply someone who is not of the earth. Well, if they're not of the earth, what are they? They're of heaven. They're of heaven. They're heavenly minded. They're heavenly beings. Not just, that's why we call the angels saints. Archangel Michael is Saint Michael because he's a heavenly being. But a heavenly being is not just one who's out there in outer space somewhere, but one that does God's will. Heavenly being, a holy one, is one that does God's will. Now, there's a misconception among many people that the saints are special people who are, have some gift that's not attainable for us. And it's true, the saints are special people and they do have special gifts, many of which we might not have. 
But the bottom line is, is that the saints are simply people who love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the special gifts that they receive by the grace of the Holy Spirit comes from their simplicity and their love of God. It comes from their earnestness of their love of God. We are all called to be saints. We are all called to be holy ones. We are all called to be heavenly, to be not of the earth. In the book of Leviticus, this is quoted by St. Peter in his first epistle. In the book of Leviticus, God says, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. We are created in His image and likeness. We are given an end. We are given a destiny, and that is to become like Him as much as possible. So we are all called to be saints. We are all called to be holy because we are called to be Christian. And oftentimes, we say we exclude ourselves from the calling of being saints because we think it's too high of a calling, and yet we even reject the basic fundamentals of Christianity. But saints are those who excel at the fundamentals of Christianity. They love God. They love their neighbor. They can forgive their enemy. They live a life of thankfulness and gratitude. They're humble. They're repentant. They try to put off every weight of sin, as St. Paul says in today's epistle. They're generous. They remember God. They orient their lives towards Him. When was the last time you read a biography of a saint? And we'll, we'll call him um, St. Saint, Saint Bob, okay? When was the last time you read a biography about St. Bob and it said St. Bob was busy in his life and he had all sorts of work and activities and friends and social gatherings and he fit God in where he could. So when was the last time you read a biography like that of a saint? Never. The answer is never. You've never read one like that. It normally goes to something like this. St. Bob loved God and had his whole life revolve around serving God. And he fit in his work to support his serving of God. He fit in his social activities to spread the love of God. You see the difference? The saints are those who take the American paradigm of egotistic entertainment and self-pleasure and they flip it on its head. And they say, no, God first, me second. Actually, they say, God first, others second, me last. That's what a saint does. It's actually not complicated. There are many categories of saints, and we hear about them today. Prophets, apostles, martyrs, hierarchs, bishops, ascetics, the monastics, hieromartyrs. And then there's this general category 
because most people don't fit into those categories. I'm not a prophet. I'm not an apostle. I'm not a bishop. I'm not a martyr. I'm not a, I'm not a monastic. Where do I fit? Uh, the righteous ones. That's for everybody. That's the catch-all category. But the righteous ones are merely Christians. The saints are Christians 100% of the time. We are all called to be 100% Christian 100% of the time. We are all called to live a life of thankfulness. We are all called to love our neighbor. We're all called to be generous. We're all called to forgive. We're all called to remember God throughout the day and throughout our lives. We're, we are all called to orient our entire lives towards God. We say this, that's why we say this, in every single litany, let us commend ourselves and each other and all our life unto Christ our God. That's what the saints did. Some of them went out into the deserts. Some of them lived in the cities among the poor. But it's supposed to be all of our lives, not just the leftover part of our lives. We don't, we don't pray that we will commend ourselves and each other and, and that which we can fit into our schedule to Christ our God. It's all of our lives. So that's why like the hardest thing, the hardest thing for Christians, in my opinion, hardest thing for Christians is to give our calendar to God. And the hardest adjustment, in my opinion, for those coming into the Orthodox Church is to adjust to the calendar of the church. Because in the Protestant world and the non-Orthodox Christian world, I mean the Catholic Church has a calendar but it's not as full as ours. But in the Protestant world you've got Christmas, you've got Easter and whatever else the pastor schedules in between programs and retreats and whatever. And the Orthodox Church, the calendar is formative. For the past 120 days, starting, it's been 120 days since we had the Sunday of the publican and the Pharisee. And we've been on this odyssey of repentance and resurrection and sanctification. 120 days. This is a third of the year is spent every single year going through the process. Forgiveness Sunday. Fasting. Right? Going through Lent. Food for hungry boxes. Like all these things we do it over and over again. We hear the same things over and over again. Because we're trying to reorient ourselves and we're trying to give our calendar to God. Now, the unfortunate thing is there are many people who say, well, spring break falls on the first week of Lent, so I'm going to Aspen to go skiing. See ya. Well, sorry, that's really not what the saints do. That's going the opposite direction. So brothers and sisters, we are all called to be Christian. We are all called to love our father and mother and our family and our friends and our co-workers and our classmates. But we're called to love God more. We're called to love God most. And 
any sort of love for anybody else that takes the place of love of God becomes idolatry. We have to be very careful. We have to make sure that we have our priorities straight. So I think it's only fitting that today in the American culture we celebrate Father's Day and in the Gospel reading today that the church gives us, Christ says, Whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father is in heaven. And we might say, well, that's crazy. I don't deny God. Really? You don't? We have to think about our lives and our actions. Because really, if we're going away from God, we're denying that we want to be part of His love. But our Lord says, many that are first will be last and the last first. So if we put God first and if we put ourselves last, then when it comes time to stand before the Lord, He will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of your Lord. But if we try to put ourselves first and we only give God the leftovers of our life, we won't have much to give Him. And then we'll stand before Him and He won't recognize us. He'll say, I do not know you. So on this day, when we commemorate all the saints, let us use them as role models and examples. We need to revere and respect the saints and ask them for their prayers. But we don't need to put them on a pedestal so high that we think that they are other than us. That they are not even human anymore. That they can't relate. Because honestly, I tell you, the saints got where they are because of their humility. Because they took their brokenness and they offered it to God. They got where they are because they mastered the basics of the Christian life. We are all called to do the same. We are all called to be Christians, and we are all called to be faithful in that calling of living the Christian life. The saints are our examples, and we should turn to them whenever we are in trouble and whenever we start to lose hope. And if we can simply orient our lives towards God in every aspect, every facet of our life, then we will find the Christian life to be much more joyful than we ever thought it was. And we will find that the saints are much closer to us than we ever thought. And we will find ourselves basking in the love and in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is glorified with His Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst.